1: I'm strong and Geddy so with my dad. And so Geddy's.
2: <laughs> I press that bad button? Are we ready
1: to start? One, two, three. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat and mostly American.
2: Can you believe in miracles? Yes, you can!
1: place to get real information is the Armstrong and Getty show. (laughs) They don't want to get a nasty
2: tweet from Donald Trump.
1: Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Why are you here today?
2: I don't watch the news.
1: The birthplace of talk radio. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response.
2: They don't want to give me credit for anything.
0: America itself. This is Ed McMahon, and now is Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. C. Senior. We're in a dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound, and today we are under the tutelage of our general manager, Demagoguery. Wow, that's a fancy word. We'll have to look that up later. Yeah, please do. Um, good. This, yes. Go ahead. I was gonna this this DACA thing is the most overhyped chicken little sky is falling, much ado about nothing, panty twisted maelstrom of bullcrap I've ever seen in my life. Maelstrom of bullcrap. That's right, which is the title of my new metal album, and trust me. The title is accurate. (laughs) Maelstrom of (laughs) bullcrap. That is correct, sir. Boy, it's a good-looking moon today. Get a chance to look at that moon before it uh, disappears. It's a fine moon. Clearly something because of the eclipse or whatever. I was looking at the moon last night. It's it's still just way brighter than practically anything I've ever seen in my life. Now, everybody on Earth, do they see the moon in the same way? I don't know. Not at the same time, obviously. I don't know. Because it's a broad daylight, you know, over yonder. And the black and night over, over there. I was explaining that to my uh, kids just the other night with, uh, I think I had uh, an apple and uh, a pencil. Explaining how it's dark on the other side of the earth right now. How the moon is sweet, but has a peel. Yeah, they they, they 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 were geocentric, briefly. Um, <laughs> and I had to convince them to become heliocentric. It was not easy. Wow, this is uh, parenting in the modern world. <laughs> I was the Galileo of the family, That's what I was. Anywho, you know what we're going to do today? Study the world!
1: Study the world? All right, let's study it. Study the world. Study the world.
0: Correct. That's our mission. And, uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about this DACA thing. It's, uh, it's something. I mean, you you think it's overhyped? I got got giant, like, inch and a half headlines in the front of all my newspapers. I guarantee you. Sounds like racism to me. This, this the most overhyped, inflated balloon. I know maelstrom of bullcrap that I've ever seen. (laughs) Balloon of idiocy. Balloon of idiocy. Your follow-up jazz album. Oh my god! (laughs) The the greatest industry in America now, because it combines politics and media, is whipping y'all up. Uh, how is our board operator Michelangelo this morning?
2: I'm doing great. Um, you know, at least where I, in the area that I live, uh, my last two days I've woken up and I've kind of gotten the smell of fall. I mean, when you walk outside early in the morning and there's a lot of moisture, the, and you can just kind of tell, hmm, the season's not too far away.
0: Fall? Yeah. Yeah. I was telling my wife the other day because it was like a, at our house anyway. It was a hundred and eleven or something like that. Woo! And she was facebooking somebody, you know. For, for a lot of the country, it's like this time of year, you're starting to, you're putting on your long sleeve shirts and your sweaters, and it's getting a little cold outside. Sure, you think it's summer's over? No, yeah. depends on where you live. Sure, you hear foot, meet football. The crowd roars. The, mm-hmm. the high schools, college season has begun. You throw on a jacket, etc. Nice it's, barn coat, LL Bean. That style. doesn't sound like a maelstrom of bull crap. That sounds fantastic. That sounds boy, absolutely wonderful. You know, I moved when it was 108. I got a friend who just moved when it was 111. Now I don't get to bitch about it anymore. <laughs> I once moved when it was 112. I'm kind of... Oh, boy. I did. <laughs> oh, that, that's I want to see the I documentation. Actually did. I oh, actually Stop did. it. Yeah. I, I know had, because I had a car with no air conditioning. I was moving everything in. That, that had to be miserable. Oh, it was. <laughs> the, there's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well, uh, although I must uh, take this opportunity to apologize to many of the Armstrong and Getty listeners. Uh, I was here into the wee hours of the afternoon trying to do the podcast thing. It apparently did not post properly. So I, I just want to inform you guys that if you're looking for a refund for your podcast, please make sure you fill out form 5. Fifteen four, and submit it to your local municipalities. You will get compensated in short time. Oh, and don't think that our social media followers haven't gone crazy with the disappearance of Vince and the podcast all at the same time and everything like that. Coincidence? No, no, it's, it's not really. A, it's a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it'll, it'll 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 be better as time goes on. But yes, I will. Uh, I am aware, and I am working on uh, figuring out what I did wrong. Well, so our, will they be up today? That that's the plan. Mm.
2: That's a good plan. I like it as a plan.
0: No, I I hate it as a plan. I need definitive statements. Yes, it will be up. I got to then uh, then rise to it. Rise to the occasion, Sean. I got a text. uh, I shrink to those. I got a text last night from our old old producer now, Scott from way back in the day. Oh, hey,
1: shout out, Scott.
0: Saying I see Vince has joined the ranks of former producers. Maybe we should form a club of some sort. (laughs) Former Armstrong, (laughs) pay a dollar to attend those meetings. mm. Uh, There's uh, Marshall Phillips who does our news every day How are you Marshall?
1: I gotta tell you, I got freaked out this morning Door in the elevator that we take to get deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound Got stuck Trapping me inside Did you panic? I gotta confess I have an elevator phobia I did not Mm. ride in an elevator until I was 15 years old What? Because they weren't invented or because you were scared? (laughs) They he were invented.
0: <laughs> All righty. <laughs> yeah, but really, that's interesting because mm. I've always hoped I'd get stuck in an elevator. Oh, no. I've always no, thought, this no, is great. No. I'm going to lay down and take a nap and just wait. No, I ain't. <laughs> if I got to go, I got to go. It's not my fault. It's your elevator. I want you to fix your elevator. I wouldn't have pooped in it.
1: <laughs> now, I suffered from an irrational fear of them caused by a babysitter telling me there's room for one more stories. When I was like five, I don't. I'm not totally unfamiliar with that. Well, I'll tell you what. There's room for one more. So you you can, said... you can Google it, or come Halloween, I will retell it for okay. everyone on the show. Well, there's something to look forward to a month and a half from now. Anyway, after hitting the door open button boop, 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 for about 45 seconds, the door finally opened, and I stumbled out. So be aware. The door on elevator one's a little iffy. Sounds like a hellish 45
0: seconds. (laughs) Um... Yeah, I got, if I get stuck in an elevator, I think, oh, this is awesome. The fact that it's pitch black might weird, weird you out if the electricity goes out. Oh, yeah. But if the lights are still on, yeah, I'm just going to sit down, get out my smartphone, read a little, take a nap. I can sleep pretty well in the pitch black. Oh, yeah. To me, that's right. a, yeah.
1: I don't know. I start running out of air. The walls start <laughs> closing in on me. I don't know why either one of those would happen.
0: Well, because of those just one more mysteries <laughs> or whatever. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is, um how did it get to be already? Wednesday. September the 6th, the year 2017, we are Armstrong and Getty. That's Armstrong and Getty.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and, we Which one are you? and we approve of this
0: program. All right, let's begin the show officially now. According to FCC rules and regulations, trying to bring light to the darkness of the current media environment at Mark. No
1: border, no nation. Deportation. No border,
0: no nation. Deportation. There you go. No border, no nation. F deportation. Quite a bit of noise from the There shouldn't be borders at all crowd yesterday Which uh, is What? Are you in favor of that? It's the (laughs) fantasy of moron children Even grown morons abandon that Most of them Greed heads believe in that Boy, I don't know uh, I saw a montage yesterday of uh, Remember Hillary Clinton talked about that in a letter? John Kerry talked about it As soon as you name a non-greed head I'll uh, consider myself countered I think they're utopians well, we'll talk about it. What are other headlines, Marshall? Well, Doc, dead. Maybe, maybe not. It's, oh, for God's sake, you're, you're joining the hype. What did public enemy say? Or was it public enemy, or? <laughs> is this part of the maelstrom of bullshit? Don't forget to <laughs> <Yes>, don't <laughs> bite a hype, or
1: 911's a joke, they, they, but they said it. <laughs> hurricane Irma, most powerful Atlantic ocean hurricane in recorded history. Now That's amazing. Florida. And we got a major embarrassment for Facebook. Coming up, 635, Armstrong and Getty.
0: Most powerful hurricane ever in the Atlantic Ocean. Worst storm ever hit the United States a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Record heat in San Francisco. Something's going on. How's mailbag looking? It's the wrath of God. Uh, it's, it's, It's all right. I will be seeking to massage it during the commercial break. punch it up a little yes well we got plenty to talk about oh yeah uh stay tuned to the armstrong and getty show you don't need to live your life by the news cycle quite in the way that we do just need to be ready to do this program every day but it's certainly weird that the the national news can only focus on a story at a, at a time sure and how for like 48 hours we're on the brink of World War Three. Ah, something new came along. Let's talk about that. Right? Whoa, whoa! We're 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 dumping the World War Three talk. Nothing's changed. Nothing shit. Nothing's gotten settled. Nothing's gotten any safer. But that's over. Now we're on to uh, immigration, and we can only we can only discuss one thing at a time. Really, in this country, apparently. Right. Which right. is really interesting. Well, and and it's got to be promoted feverishly. The story here's why you must listen or must watch. When sometimes it's just, I mean, the, the, the nuclear apocalypse. Yeah, you probably ought to be aware. Some of this other stuff that that gets so hyped, it's just not important. But they gotta frighten you into watching anyway. More on that to come. Mailbag. <laughs> A lot of people uh, giving a shout-out and love to uh, to our friend Vince. We explained why I wasn't on the show. We figured people who missed it could check it out on the podcast. Do the podcasts exist from yesterday? Yeah, yeah. I've I've done what I know how to do that's somewhere that hey, computers aren't talking to each other, so i got to wait for engineering to get here. To All right, right. yeah. yeah. I'll bet you guys nail it down. <laughs> and bye, I bet. It must happen, or there will be blood. I will not leave today until they are up. There, there will, will be blood. There wow. will be blood. Wow. Uh, let's see. On the topic of North Korea, uh, a we should overwhelm them by smuggling in millions of computers. Ask Mark Zuckerberg to set up an encrypt, uh, encrypted Wi-Fi system, and North Korea will be pathetic and lazy, just like us in no time. Not that we're all completely pathetic and lazy. Thank you, John, for that disclaimer i consider myself to be pathetic but not lazy i just saw former secretary of defense for bill clinton william cohen and uh, so he was he was you know under bill clinton yeah i remember him and, vaguely and and uh, they tried to lead him in on msnbc they, they the, the opening question was about isn't the real problem here the instability of donald trump and uh, he didn't take the bait on that and he said what we need to be working toward is regime change in north korea and i thought
1: whoa
0: <laughs> that is not that is not the uh the angle they were looking for, no. as they were uh, trying to make it about how crazy Donald Trump is. F- Bill Clinton SecDef's talking about we need to be coming up with a way for regime change. Yeah, in North Korea. Yeah, that's pretty serious. Well, that's that's clearly true. Whether that's doable or not is a, a serious question. But uh, once again, on North Korea, we're talking about uh, tactical nukes, the smaller nukes. Uh, Ted from beautiful Smith River, California. That sounds fantastic. Points out, hey, guys, FYI, some of those tactical nukes aren't as small as you think. I was stationed in Germany in the 70s, and that's what we had. Some of them are 15 kilotons, the same size that took out the two cities in Japan. So, you know, Ted, thank you for that, uh, sharing your expertise. Uh, that is a little perspective. Yes, they are very small by today's nuclear bomb standards. They are still enormous and terrifying. Like, uh, yeah, like all technology. Your phone is like, a, a better computer than they had for the, the the space mission that took up a whole building. I mean, it's not surprising that the bombs have gotten smaller also. History buffs. You'll probably enjoy this note from Steve, uh, the North Korea doomsday scenario. What is the doomsday protocol with North Korea? Uh, Un knows the weakness of the West. It cares for people's lives. Not so with Un. So in five years, when NOCO has 100 nukes all aimed at different countries around the world, including countries that don't have any defense... South American countries, Canada, etc. Well, good point. NOCO will make its next announcement. South Korea will sus- suspend... Hmm. You know what? This would be better if I said the right words. <laughs> South Korea, surrender to the legitimate unified Korean ruler. Un. If not, then we will take out South Korea. And if any country interferes, including South Korea, we will launch all our missiles to any of the random countries we choose. This is the blackmail part of the doomsday protocol. World pressure will force South Korea to surrender like the Neville Chamberlain fiasco. There were multiple fiascos during that era, but uh, is North Korea worried that it gets attacked? No, it knows it will not be attacked. Why? The doomsday protocol takes into account the weakness of the West. Uh, Price is too high for the West to accept, so no more Soko, South Korea. Next step, removal of sanctions, et cetera, et cetera. This can happen, and I believe I'm not the only one who's thought of this. Kim Jong-un has. Believe it. That is Doomsday scenarioist Steve. I would like a little chanting, a little uplifting no chanting. Border, no borders, no, 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 no borders, no, no There, no go. Nation. there you go, folks. No borders, <laughs> no nation. They want to end the United States. I said border- is, do we need any further uh, interpretation of that? Eh, what are you going to do? What are, what are you going to do? You're going to fight it. You're going to stand up for what you believe in. Maybe you are pathetic and lazy, like that easy earlier email said. Mm. Or he was talking about... Yeah, he was talking about Americans, wasn't he?
2: Fight it. Fight it.
0: Right. I'm with you, baby. Jack, not so much. (laughs) Let's see. I was talking about uh, being at the walled compound the other day in the woods where I will make my final stand. We have... uh... wow. Years full of freeze-dried food, stockpiles of ammunition, that rival that of Third World Armies. Who are you making your final stand against in this scenario? Whoever comes at me. <laughs> wow. Here's a nice note from a bunch a- a of... A rival golf club? <laughs> the evil doers, Jack. Mm. Once again, his... completely unaware of what we're fighting against. <laughs> you see what I have to work with? Joe writes a f- funky... Oh, it's David. Good to hear from you, Dave. Joe, does the dappled light gently fall on your koi-filled moat at the compound? That is a quote from the real estate listing. Wasn't it a real estate listing yep, of Tom or was it like Brady's Like a house. profile, just a profile of Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchin's house. Dappled light falls gently on the koi-filled moat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just like my house. We got no coys. <laughs> we have squirrels and these funny little chipmunks. And yeah, my kids urinate in the yard. <laughs> Does the dappled uh, light fall gently on their urine? Yeah, kinda. <laughs> oh, boy. And on the topic of photo retouching. Jack, would you like to briefly reset why this came up yesterday? Oh, yeah. Yesterday was school picture day. And by the way, the photographer told my oldest that he had the best smile of the day. Now, they may say that. nice. They may say that to every child. say that to all the girls. (laughs) Um, uh, But when I uh, ordered the package, you could pay um, an extra $5 for teeth whitening or $12 for teeth whitening, blemish, and scar removal. Nice. For kindergartners. For kindergartners or second graders, I mean. Because if your kindergartner doesn't look like a movie star, you should be sick to your stomach. And what? You should probably abandon them. I, I I can't imagine not wanting to actually remember what my kindergartner looked like in kindergarten. Why would I want a different version of that? That seems uh, so insane to me. That's cute. Let's uh, straighten up that haircut, uh, that missing tooth. We can certainly airbrush that in. And uh, that lopsided smile, let's even that up. There we go. Oh, yeah, we've heard about that, The uh, if you're going through the tooth-losing stage, where they fill in a tooth, because you, don't, the, w- what you don't want to remember that your first grader was missing their teeth at one point and, and what that looked like and what it was all about. I mean, that's so insane. Because it's because we live in a Facebook uh, social media world, I yeah. guess. Everybody it's wants their kid to crazy. look like they can be on a box of macaroni and cheese. Well, Who has ever received a picture of somebody's first grader and thought, oh, my God, missing a tooth. Wow, is what the, the hell, hell happened to that kid was he in a fight? Is- <laughs> Did it rot out? I'll bet he's a tweaker. I'll bet he's on meth. Because that's what everybody... I I swear to God, I'm watching the world go nuts around me. It's so crazy. Anyway, on the topic of photo retouching, got this lovely note from... I didn't pay for uh, any of the retouching, by the way. We're just going to get pictures of our kids looking like what they look like. I kind of assumed that. (laughs) But uh, Becky writes, guys, uh, our general counsel and my former employer was a stunning Austrian man. Who happened to have uh, had an eye injury when he was young, so one of his eyes was kind of clouded over. Can't tell you how many times someone would fix his eye in corporate materials without ever asking if that's what he looked like or what he wanted. And a PR guy issuing a news release about an accomplishment of mine in grad school told me he would lighten up my photo because I looked kind of dark in it. What? Mind you, I'm a a woman of one-quarter Native American descent, and I'm from the reservation. That's what color I am. Ugh. Wow. Becky, that is something. (sighs) Ah. Yeah, that's crazy. That's like when Time Magazine, and keep this in mind, by the way, every time you hear that name or Time.com, when they darkened up OJ to make him extra scary looking. He carved two people up. That's plenty scary. Sometimes light-skinned people do that too, Time. If you went back 30 years and told people we were going to be Doctoring the photos of kindergartners to make them look better. Look like child stars. They, they, they would think, what has become? How, how did this happen? Right. Well, and they'd be right. Yeah, and they, they would be absolutely right. National psychosis. So I will explain in detail, at length, and indisputably, how this DACA story is just so wildly overblown. This is the most bloated demagoguery I think I've ever witnessed. I hear dog whistle racism is what I'm hearing there. Oh, boy. I'm going to do the chanting. No borders, no nation. F deportation. Oh, boy. No borders, no nation. (laughs) deportation. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. It was interesting to follow the news coverage of the whole DACA story all day long yesterday.
1: Um, As Congress continues to abandon its role as a co-equal branch of government. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, DACA dead, maybe, maybe not. A lot of mixed signals amidst protests around the country. There is a zero percent... Oh, shut up.
0: (laughs) This is the most bloated, overhyped issue perhaps of my lifetime. Marshall, go ahead. Maybe the next segment I will launch into that. I was going to wait till 7, but it's obviously urgent. Urgent to to shine the light of truth on the darkness of this crap.
2: (laughs) President
1: Trump saying the fate of DACA, the program protecting young immigrants, brought into the country illegally as children, now rests with Congress. And he is watching what they do. Trump tweeting... Congress now has six months to legalize DACA, something the Obama administration was unable to do. If they can't, I will revisit this issue. That is Donald Trump.
0: Now, that is being portrayed nearly universally as the guy who wrote The Art of the Deal screwing up and watching too much cable news and panicking and negotiating against himself, saying, you gotta pass it. Well, if you don't pass it, uh, I'll do something. Uh, I'm not sure I interpret it that way. Uh, It was a little odd, because after his definitive tweet of
1: DACA uh, yesterday, it was odd he followed it up. But when I first read it, I took it as a threat. But we'll see. Meanwhile, the Trump administration is now telling people covered by the DACA program to get ready to leave the country. ABC News reporting this morning the White House provided talking points to members of Congress after the administration decided to end the program. The document says DACA recipients should use the time remaining on their work authorizations to, quote, prepare for and arrange their departure from the United States. All
0: the various members of the House and the Senate screaming and yelling, Republicans and Democrats, screaming and yelling yesterday about how awful it is, why haven't you done anything about it? Why haven't you done anything about it? Democrats controlled all branches for a while. Republicans control all branches for a while. Neither one of you decided to take it up and do anything about it.
1: If it's so damned important to you, why haven't you done anything? Because they're cowards and hypocrites. Meanwhile, President Trump's been following the path of Category 5 Hurricane Irma, the most powerful Atlantic Ocean hurricane in recorded history. That's amazing. Trump sending out a couple of tweets in the first one. He said, watching Hurricane closely, my team, which has done and is doing such a good job in Texas, is already in Florida. No rest for the weary. And then in a second tweet, the president observed hurricane looks like the largest ever recorded in the Atlantic. So has weather gotten completely crazy or is it just a coincidence? The hottest ever ever. In Los
0: Angeles a couple of months ago. San Francisco right. over the weekend. Worst storm ever to hit the United States a week ago. Worst storm ever in the Atlantic Ocean last night. A lot of superlatives. It's It can't be dismissed. Not the worst in ten years. Right. Ever recorded. Right. By humans. I blame whale flatulence. So it's it's something. Yeah, yeah, it, it, natural cycle, uh, it, man-made, uh, who knows? 185 mile yeah. an hour winds. Yeah. Hey, as long as we're discussing that, at least briefly, what time is it? Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Um, I heard the guy who's written the book that is debunking Al Gore's new book, which is a companion to his new inconvenient uh, the fiction movie. So the guy who wrote, this is the guy who wrote the book, debunking Al Gore's book. It's actually outselling Al Gore's book by a significant amount, really? which is kind of funny. Bullshit. He said <laughs> he believes the current warming trend is absolutely partly human-caused. It's a little, it's half It's not clear to him. He says a lot of it is naturally occurring cycles, et cetera. But even the guy who wrote wrote the Al Gore's an idiot book, and this guy's been battling Al Gore for years,
1: he says, yeah, it's at least partly uh, man-made. I thought that was interesting. Facebook stands accused of inflating the number of people who see its ads. No way. Oh, you're kidding. A stock analyst at Pivotal Research says Facebook's claims do not square with Census Bureau numbers. Facebook is claiming its ads can reach up to 41 million 18 to 24 year olds and up to 60 million people ages 25 to 35. But according to the Census Bureau, there aren't nearly that many people in either of those age groups in the <laughs> U.S. It's a lot like uh, America's voting rolls. <laughs> yes. You got 2.5 eligible vo- million eligible voters and 3.1 million registered voters. Facebook is saying the estimates aren't designed to match population or census numbers. That's what, what the they hell is that? Back? What That's that was a bunch of words strung together. <laughs> yes. What does that mean? That's what they came back with. And lastly, with his brief six months as the White House press secretary, now behind him, Sean Spicer is hitting the speaking circuit. His first paid speaking gig next week in New York is going to be at the annual conference of the investment bank Rodman and Renshaw. That's according to Politico. Den- Dennis Rodman's new. Uh
0: God. Investment house. Man, when a guy like that goes to an investment bank to give a speech, what, what, what who's interested in that?
2: Appreciate Sean, Come on, Sean, Sean! Sean! Sean. 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 Oh. Sean. Oh.
1: Sean. Oh.
0: What about the food call? What about the, what about the Putin call? Putin call? Yeah. I'd are... go see him. I'd be super excited. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. He ain't <laughs> going to say nothing. Spicy? Come on.
1: I'd love that. He'd be behind a podium, you know, looking at people sternly. Anyway, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. So are you going to get into the maelstrom of bullcrap? Yes, I am. I absolutely am. All right.
2: That's
1: something to look forward to. I am. 800,000 lives impacted. Oh, boy.
0: 185 mile an hour winds in the Atlantic Ocean. It's like a days-long tornado. Yeah. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Oh yeah, It's unthinkable. If this continues, we might uh, we have to re- might have to restructure society, Don't it's or build a giant dome over the U.S. to protect ourselves. Well, the hurricanes and uh, the heat and all kinds of different things. It's crazy. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Tips for saving money. Now that sounds boring, but there's some pretty unique ideas compiled by the New York Times. We'll hit those a little bit later in the Armstrong and Getty Show. I think we're all into that idea. Oh huh? heck yeah. Little things that add up to big money. Mm. Super. And I ate too much last night. So here is a uh, a sampling of the tone of the... Uh, I'm sorry to hear that. Are you all right? Hmm? You ate too much last night? Yeah, it was our anniversary and I. And so you ate a lot. I fell off the sugar wagon. Oh. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. So here's a sampling of the tone of American media over the last 24 hours.
2: We can think about the policy issues, but there's this kind of cultural undertow. That this is really red meat to his base. That it's really speaking to a kind of deep-seated cultural anxiety about the changing nature of the country.
1: There are
0: people who feel threatened by immigrants. And and, and, and they're using this concept of
2: unconstitutional as a shield. He might do away with DACA, which is another moral line that he would be crossing, which is something that would be forcing, advancing a sub- white supremacy agenda, and also against what majority of Americans want. All
0: right, ladies and germs, this is the most overhyped maelstrom of crap I think I have ever heard. This is demagoguery in its purest form, whipping you up emotionally based on your, your prejudices and emotions instead of making logical argument. Here's the actual lead, and this is probably a terrible idea for a radio show. We're probably way better off trying to whip you off or whip you up. Virtually everybody on both sides of the aisle. Here's a news flash: agrees that the kids who were brought into the country when they are youngsters, not of any choice of their own, and have been here for a very long time and grew up here, et cetera, et cetera they get to stay, and there will be a way for them to get amnesty. The, the, the a huge. Majority of Republicans who think that. Did you know that? Mark Krikorian, friend of the Armstrong and Getty show. He's the head guy at the uh, Center for Immigration Studies. We're trying to line him up. He's pretty busy, but, um, and they are a pretty hardline group on immigration. They just want it to be run according to the law, which is, you know, the the fact that that's hardline is kind of an example of where we are as a country. But anyway, Mark is making around saying, oh, no, these kids, that's a special case. That's a special subcategory of immigrants, and they've got to be dealt with differently. Nobody wants to kick them out. There is near universal agreement that DACA is a set of pretty decent ideas, depending on the details, but that it was unconstitutional for President Obama to just decide what immigration law should be. He said it himself over and over and over again. I know you want me to do this, but I don't have the constitutional authority to do it. Then he just went ahead and did it. It's being challenged in the courts. It's working its way up to the highest courts. It's about to be ended by the courts. So if you think these youngsters, who are now many of them in their 20s and 30s, but again, they've known no life but American life. If you think these youngsters ought to be allowed to stay, the worst thing you could do is let DACA, as just, you know, dictated by President Obama, stand. I guarantee you, and I will stand by these words, mark the podcast, somebody. Assuming there is one. Assuming there is one. We're podcasting? I guarantee guarantee you, those youngsters are going to get the word very, very quickly. Nobody's going to boot them out. Nobody's in favor of it. I mean, statistically speaking, it's not going to, this is so overhyped to whip you up to watch cable news or to vote Democrat. It's just ridiculous. Now, the downstream stuff is going to be debated, meaning, okay, so uh, 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 little Johnny and Jane. They get to stay. We're not going to boot them out. We'll give them a work permit, path to citizenship, blah, blah, blah. But that doesn't mean mom, dad, grandma and grandpa, aunt and uncle and all the cousins get amnesty and can come into the country. There's also going to be discussions about if you reward illegal immigration, you get more of it. So we need to figure out how this isn't going to be just encouragement to have this continue on down the line. But in terms of the 800,000 people, 230,000 or so of them in California, by the way. Um, is it really of the yeah. 800, a quarter million are in California? Yeah, roughly. Wow. Um, it's it's well over 200,000 anyway, according to estimates. The chances that the mean, mean Republicans or Trump or whatever is going to boot those kids out is zero. Freaking zero. And again, I will stand by those words. If I turn out to be wrong, I will eat My what Trump. I plan to eat that day. <laughs> <laughs> and apologize to you for being wrong. No, I will eat no motor vehicles. Um uh and it's no wonder Congress has an eight percent approval rating or whatever. They it's deserved. Yeah. It is deserved. Yeah. Either branch, when they have the power to do these things that they claim they care so much about, they don't do it. They don't even take it up as a discussion. Uh how long is Charles Hurt? Sean? The Charles Hurt clip? Uh it's about a minute or so. Yeah, that could be No, I think we have time. Uh yeah, let's let's play that. Charles Hurt right. talks about now. this right here. Vince would have got it faster. He totally
1: would have. Here we go. Let's try this. It, one. it kind of uh, rolls a uh, a grenade with the, with, the, uh, with the pin uh, pulled into Congress because, of course, it is going to be very difficult uh, for Congress to do something a, about this. A, a but that just goes to show this a, with right, a right, pin right,
0: pulled. This is a disaster. Uh, anyway, the point is. Uh, Congress could do, uh, have done something about this at any point and still could and doesn't. They're screaming and yelling, the president is evil, <laughs> but they, they, even Republicans, and they're not taking it up. They're not, nobody's even suggesting they take it up, in which o- is crazy. Has everybody forgotten what they do? Maybe they have. Yeah, I know. I know. It's unbelievable. And in 08, you know, one of the, one of the, uh, clips is floating around. Well, there are quite a few of them, various Democrats just howling. Their outrage and, 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 and just the, their horror, et cetera, et cetera. You had the presidency in both houses in 08. You did nothing about immigration reform. You, you did the health care thing instead. And, and as if you can only do one thing, which is an odd way to look at life. I mean, can you imagine, folks, if, if we could only work, you can't raise your kids. You're going to have to divide up the year like into quarters. This is the kid raising quarter. Boy, I hope they stay on the straight and narrow during the, the next six months when I work. Can you imagine? But Congress is like that. But the, the Democrats absolutely could have done something about those kids, uh, and many of them adults now. But they didn't. So quit with your outrage. Well, and Paul Ryan uh, talking yesterday about how he's against this. Okay, well, lead the charge. I don't remember your speeches about how we need to get together and come up with a fix for this. It's just so and, phony. And listen, there's a near-universal uh, understanding that these—that that is a special case. The kids who were b- brought here, not of their own volition. And we don't need to do the giant, super-comprehensive thing. Let's just deal with these kids because the clock is ticking. There's near-universal agreement on that point. Well, you have all these tangential issues when you don't enforce your laws. If you had right. a, a very simple system of... This is how many people we're going to let in every year. You have to go through the proper framework or we ship you out. And then you stuck to those laws. You wouldn't have all these extraneous situations. Right. In a nation of laws where that's precisely the way the system is supposed to work and has to work. And yeah, ne- But this guy's a really nice guy. I'm sorry. He didn't follow the law. And neither party, when they've had the opportunity, uh, uh, takes this up and, 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 and takes care of it. Right. It's very maddening and frustrating. Well, and it's getting worse because, again, the partnership between the whip-you-up media and, and the political parties that are trying to keep you whipped up all the time. I mean, everybody's in a state of constant panty-nodding. Panty-nodding? Yes. That doesn't sound comfortable. I'm not noticing. Easy ways to save money and a whole bunch of other stuff. Oh! Sitting is the new smoking. Standing is the new sitting. What? The Armstrong and Getty Show.